up, happy and healthy. It's Janina Mapola, and welcome back to my podcast. Happy, happy Tuesday. Um, hope you guys are doing well. I know I missed an episode last week. I was so consistent for 15 weeks straight. I was so proud of myself, and last week I just could not. I was traveling a bunch. I went away to a camp called Camp Well, and oh my gosh, it was life changing. So before I get into that, I actually wanted to share a message I got from a listener. Her name is Madison, and I love that she sent me this. So on Anchor, you guys have the option to send me like voice memo questions or feedback or things that you liked or whatever, and I can include them in my episode. So I got this one from my listener, Madison, and it meant the world to me. So I wanted to shout her out and play this for you guys really fast. Hi, uh, I actually found you on YouTube like years ago along with um, like Alicia Marie, uh, Chelsea Crockett, just like, you know, all of those people. And I love that your podcast just talks about topics that most people shy away from like uh, pornography or, you know, just I, I don't know. I, I love how vulnerable and raw your topics are. And I also... Um, like, I, I know this was probably really personal, but I really like the fact that, um, yes, you don't get paid for these podcasts, but to me it makes it feel like it's actually genuine, um, because I see people who, uh, and not necessarily podcasts, but people who are paid to create content, and it, it, you know, makes me go, huh, I don't know if this is real or not, but yeah, thank you for doing what you do, and thank you for being real. So thank you again, Madison, for sending that to me. Um, That's actually pretty applicable um, to today's topic as well. So thank you so much. I appreciate when you guys send me those voice memos and just the encouragement. It really, really keeps me going and I just appreciate it. Um, But so for today's episode, I kind of wanted just to let you guys in a little bit more into my life of being an influencer, being a YouTuber, being on the internet for 10 years. Um, I started YouTube when I was 16 years old. I am now 26 years old and it's funny that she even mentioned like Alicia and Chelsea Crockett because like those are girls I've grown up on the internet with. There's a lot of girls I've grown up on the internet with. It's crazy. Like Meredith Foster and Ava Katowski and like oh my gosh I could go on for days and it's just so cool seeing everybody evolve and just kind of the path that everyone chose. Um, But the reason why you know this is kind of applicable is that you know the social media game is rough. I'm not going to lie. It has been rough. And my reality is very different than most of yours. You know, maybe you're a teacher, you're a nurse, you're in school, whatever. You don't feel like you can necessarily relate to my life. Um, But, you know, I always try to share my life and share things I've been through so that you guys can understand, like, I am just like you. Like, yeah, my life looks a little bit different at my job. And, you know, I definitely have certain privileges in other areas that perhaps you may not. But, you know, I went to college. I went to high school. I've been through heartaches. I've, you know, struggled with money, identity, like all sorts of things. So I always want to share my stories and, you know, share my mess and make it my message, you know, because I really am a firm believer that your story is not wasted, that your story is meant to help somebody and that whatever you went through, someone else needs that story. I really am a firm believer of that. Um, And so, yeah, even though my story might be different, 
or maybe you can't relate to it or maybe it's, you know, just something that you're like, okay, whatever, Janine, that's like so subjective to you. Um, hopefully you can always find some nugget of truth in my story. So the reason why I wanted to do this topic today is because I wanted just to let you guys in a little bit more of my life of like, what is it really like being an influencer and a YouTuber and the struggles of that? Because it's actually really, really, really hard, you guys. And there's so much more behind the scenes that people don't even see. They don't care to see. They don't want to see or they just assume and it's like part of the job obviously like I signed up for this like you subject yourself to this but I don't feel like you automatically should deserve criticism or hate or negativity because you choose to put yourself out there it's it's actually terrifying putting yourself out there like obviously I know some people are more made for it than others more people have more confidence and they just love being on the camera and the limelight but regardless like Every single day when you make a post or when you make an Instagram or you make a podcast, like you're subjecting yourself to criticism and opinions of people, opinions from people, people that don't even really, really know you. But when I started 10 years ago, I mean, it was just something I, I just loved. I stumbled into it. It was something that I just was like, oh my gosh, this is so fun. I, you didn't even make money on the internet at that time. Like literally no one did. I didn't even know you could make money. And then Google AdSense became a thing and I started getting brand deals and money and I was getting flown out to do magazine covers and commercials and like it was just wild. My life was literally flipped upside down my junior year of college. And so I was on my way getting my degree and I I had a radio, television, film major. I was planning on doing TV broadcasting or special effects editing and I also had a business minor and my life just flipped upside down in college and I became a YouTuber. And... You know, at that time, my my channel was at its absolute peak. I was extremely dedicated to it. It was literally my world. My entire identity was attached to my YouTube channel for freaking sure. And in college, I didn't really want to tell that many people about it because I was kind of embarrassed about it. But then as I got older, I was just like, no, like I'm a YouTuber. Like this is what I do. Like screw you because <laughs> I was proud of it because I had worked so hard for it. And when so many people had made fun of me or thought I was stupid or what I was doing was pointless, I just was like, you know, again, screw you. You can enjoy doing whatever you want to do, but like, this is what I want to do. And I am so, so glad that I didn't listen to those voices. I'm glad I listened to the little voice in my head that was like, keep going, keep going. And to be honest, I, I look back now and I'm like, okay, that was probably God because I really do feel like God has such a calling with my platforms because I don't want it just to be about me like I really love using my platforms to help people and to give back and to raise money and just whatever to hear other people's stories um and so I'm really thankful I kept going but you know in in the midst of that of course I had all these different opinions and one of those actually was my dad and was my family and I wanted to make a separate podcast with my dad about this because I want to do a podcast about how my dad and I repaired our relationship. Um, I'm planning on doing that with him soon because I'll be in Dallas soon. But um, one of those voices was my dad. And my dad at the time when my you know channel had first taken off, um, he didn't support me at all. He did not support me at all. He just thought it was absolutely stupid what I was doing. My parents are also foreign. My dad's from Germany. My mom's from Guatemala. They did not understand this at all. Like to them, they were like, what the freak are you doing like why are you in your bedroom talking to a camera 
But because my mom's culture, like where she comes from, you know, being a doctor or a lawyer or an architect is more normal. And for my dad's culture, he was just like, I don't really care. Like, do what you want to do, but just do it to the best of your ability with all your integrity and just do it well. Like, serve the Lord with what you do. So my dad didn't really just like, he wasn't like, you're a weirdo, but he more was like, if you're going to do it, then he was like, you need to share the gospel and you need to talk about politics. And like, my dad's a very serious person in that regard. And so he wanted me to talk about things I wasn't developed yet in and that I didn't want to talk about. And my dad thought that what I was doing was absolutely like wasteful. He was like, I don't get why you're just talking about materialistic, superficial things and makeup and hair and fashion. He was like, souls are at stake. And I was just like 16 years old, 17, 18, 19. I'm like, dad, like you're literally driving me nuts. Like you just don't get it. Like I just literally was like, dad, you don't get it. And he didn't get it and that's totally fine. But there was something in me that was just like, keep going, Jenny, because I loved it. I still love it. Like it brings me so much joy. Like y'all chase your dang dreams, regardless of what people say, like do it. And I'm so glad, but you know, there was a pivotal moment in my life where my dad realized like, wow, what she's doing is not just a joke. Like she's actually impacting people. And I started showing my dad all the DMs I was getting because, you know, I did start transitioning my content to more faith-based and sharing my life and dating and advice and just, you know, stories to where people could relate to me. And later I showed it to my dad and my dad was like, oh my gosh, like my dad told me he was sorry and was like, I'm so sorry I ever like doubted you, like seriously. And so now my dad is a full supporter. Like he's like literally my biggest cheerleader and I love my dad so much. But that's just something that's been really hard is you know, people not supporting me. And maybe you've been wanting to be an influencer. Maybe you wanted to write a blog or you've wanted to do TikTok or a podcast or whatever, but you're just so worried that people are going to doubt you or make you feel like you're stupid or you're crazy or like, wow, what a weirdo. But girl, boy, whoever you are, do it. Freaking do it because you never know what your voice, your story what you can do, how it can help someone, how it can influence someone. And hopefully it's for the good. Like that's always been the the goal of my platform is I was like, I don't want to waste these numbers. I don't want to squander them. Like I believe God has given me these for a reason and I just want to steward them well, but you're going to face opposition. And so that's something as, you know, being an influencer, I face a lot of opposition still to this day. You know, I still face people wanting me to post this and that. Like I have a whole team that is behind me and they make money when I make money, you know? And so when they make, when they give me a brand deal, they're going to offer me a brand deal and it's going to be this, you know, big fee. And if I turn it down, they're going to be like, why would you turn that down? And to me, I'm like, well, that didn't align with my values or that didn't align with my timeline or I just don't want to do it. Like I'd rather focus on content I'm more passionate about versus just making quick money, you know? And it's not like my team has ever necessarily pushed me into things, but it's that other outside pressure that's always, you know, that I always feel like I have to keep happy because again, if I don't make money, then they don't really make money. And so that's frustrating. And of course I have thousands and thousands of people. Like I have almost 2 million subscribers on my YouTube. Um, thousands of opinions watching me, or thousands of thousands of opinions giving me their advice, commenting on my body, commenting on my face when I lose weight, when I gain weight, where I move, what I, what I eat, how I dress, what I drive. Like it's, it is honestly exhausting. And that's like one of the words I think I normally describe this career as 
the not I wouldn't say the most, but when people say like, well, what is it really like being a, an influencer? I usually say it's exhausting because, you know, you can kill yourself trying to make people happy. And I've done that for so freaking long, you guys. And you will never, never, ever, 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 ever make anybody, everyone happy. You just can freaking not. Sorry, I'm saying freaking a lot because I get passionate about this because it's something that I struggled with is people pleasing. Um, I'm, I'm a two on the Enneagram. I know that's like kind of cliche. I'm a two wing three. But the, the downfall of being a two in the Enneagram is that you constantly are a people pleaser. You truly are. And so I would try to make myself and my content and the things I would say and do and wear and post just to appease the broad audience. And, you know, I had so many people tell me like, Jay, you cannot do that. Like you're killing yourself. And I would run myself to the ground doing that. And, you know, it's pretty crazy because there are so many things behind the scenes that like people don't really see. Like the, the amount of hours I put into this job is insane. And it's just so not fair when, you know, I've had friends or I would say quote unquote friends, cause I don't really think my real friends would make fun of me like this, but I've had people come to me and they've been like, Oh, so like, what did you do for work today? Just let me guess you like posted an Instagram and I'm like, yeah, that's all I freaking do, Steve. Yeah. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like people really look at my life and they just think that I'm sitting around just posting Instagrams and I'm like, "Mm -hmm, la di da di da. Like, no, you guys, like this is an actual hard job. It's taxing on you mentally when you have all the outside pressures of your friends and your family and brand deals and managers and like like I said I have an entire team relying on me editors videographers creative directors and I have an assistant you know manager agents I mean so many different things and it's hard to not just feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulders and I mean maybe that's just that's just not something you can understand or maybe that's not relatable or maybe you look at me and you're like really Janine it's not that hard but when you've been doing this for 10 years like I just want you guys to kind of hear me out in this podcast and hear me out in the sense of like, when you've been doing this for 10 years, I've grown up on the internet. I've grown up with people watching my life, giving me their constant opinions, criticizing me, judging me, you know, getting in the middle of my breakups, going to my exes, saying things like saying horrible things about me on gossip sites. Like, it is emotionally draining. It's really sad that, you know, people really spend their time doing that. And sure, you could be like, well, then just get off. Get off the internet. Why don't you just quit your job? Because I love it. And I'm not going to quit because some rude comment. Like, I'm not going to because I know God has me here for a reason. And I am choosing to pursue that and keep doing that, you know? And so... um, I would definitely say the hardest part of it is trying to make everyone happy. But the thing is, you can't. And that's something that when I went to Camp Well, like, you know, it was something that God spoke to me just so much of just giving me a new courage and confidence and boldness in myself of just realizing, like, who I am is not an accident. Who God has made me to be is not an accident. And it's the exact way for you. Maybe you've looked at yourself in the mirror or maybe you've been like, why am I like this? Like, why do I not have friends? Why am I blah, 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 blah. And it's just who God made you is not an accident. I grew up so 
many times just thinking like God made an accident. The way I look, my skin color, my hair color, the way I speak, the family I was raised in, my culture, like so many things. I was like, God made an accident. He made a mistake. He messed up on me. But no, he didn't. He doesn't make mistakes, you guys. And as I've gotten older, my story is, it's crazy. Like, I'm able to relate to Guatemalan girls. I'm able to relate to German girls. I'm able to relate to girls that were either homeschooled or that have gone through breakups or that were sheltered or that had low self-esteem growing up or that hated who they were or that were lonely in college. Like, there's so many things I can testify to now even though it sucked at the time. But again, like I said, like our story is not a waste. And that's why I love being an influencer. But, you know, there's so many things money-wise and brand deal-wise that get confusing, of course. You know, when you have to do a brand deal or your team is asking you to brand deal that you don't really want to do. Or maybe you signed yes to a brand deal at the time that sounded good. And then later you were like, oh my gosh, why did I do this? Like, I don't want to do this at all. Or maybe you're just getting... um tons of hate on your Instagram or YouTube. I mean, especially this year has been so, so divisive and it has ripped me apart. And I've shared this on my vlog channel, um, that the hate comments just really, really got to me. And normally I just brush it off and I'm like, ah, whatever. But there was something about this year that it really, really affected me. And I just want to remind you guys to just be kind Because I understand, like, influencers put their lives out there and we're basically, you know, asking for it because we share our entire lives. Of course, like, what do we assume? Like, you put your life out there, people are going to respond. Duh. But it's hard when people assume and it's hard when people think the worst of you or it's hard when people take one little action and they they ostracize you or they rip, rip you apart for something that you're like, wait, that's not what I meant. And something that I've just told myself by being an influencer is um, I have to be okay with being misunderstood. Not everyone's going to understand me. Not everyone's going to like me. Not everyone's going to get me. Not everyone's going to support me. Not everyone's going to look at me and be like, oh, she's pretty or she's cute or whatever. Someone might think I'm annoying. Someone might think my voice is annoying. Someone might be like, wow, she is so uh, conceited or whatever. Like whatever someone might think about you, like, It's fine if you think these things, but like when people comment things, man, it's just, it's so hard and you want to pretend to yourself like, oh, that doesn't affect me, but it does. And so just a reminder, like be kind, you guys, like people are fighting their battles. And there were so many times where like, I was just at my lowest of lows when comments really got to my head, you know? And, um, that's why just community has been so important because I've had friends pick me back up when I've been down in the dirt and the slumps and just feeling sad. And so I'm really, really thankful for that. Um, so yeah, community is absolutely everything. But when I went to Camp Well, it was this, it was this camp in Colorado. Um, and basically the way they described it was, um, for women living in the tension between too much and not enough. And to me, that perfectly summed me up. I feel like I am doing so, so much, but it never felt like enough. And so it came at the most perfect time. And basically, like for me, what that meant is like, I've, I'm doing a lot, you guys. Like I do a podcast every single week. I upload my vlog channel. I upload daily on Instagram. I upload weekly on my main channel. I'm on other people's podcasts. Um, I also do brand deals. Yeah, I mean, Instagram is a full-time job, let alone. I run the Abide Tribe. That's a whole separate thing. I do weekly Bible studies for girls every single Wednesday. 
And I mean, there's just so many things behind the scenes, business-wise, editing, editing these podcasts, so many different things. And when you stack them up, it literally is a full-time job. And I'm trying to launch my merch and I want to, you know, have other projects that I'm working on for the future. And so people look at me and they're like, again, she does nothing with her time, but really like, I feel like I'm constantly drowning. And of course that's my fault because I'm really bad at time management and saying no. And that's something I need to work on because I had to get a life coach and have him help me because... I don't know how to say no because I want to do absolutely everything and anything. And I also do hosting gigs as well. I just got this new gig for a hosting gig. And so it's just another thing added on my plate. And I love doing everything. I love, you know, living life to the fullest. But it comes to the point where like, I am literally killing myself. Like there's no time in the day. I'm running myself to the ground. I get sick. I don't sleep much. I have anxiety because I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to miss this deadline and all this stuff. And obviously that's like natural job things. But again, it's like always feeling like, oh, I have to do this to make someone happy or to help someone or to benefit someone. And it's pressure. And of course that's the pressure I put on myself, but there are outside pressures for sure. So that was kind of like the too much part of like, I literally run myself to the ground. I am a go-getter. I wake up early and I go to bed late and I'm constantly filling my time running around like crazy. I truly don't know what I would do without my assistant. I know that might sound pretentious that I have one, but you know, I, I need one. I really do. And a lot of other influencers I know have them as well. Um, so yeah, I just have a whole team that I have to support and help and it's just like this pressure of like, oh my gosh, like if I don't do this and like, you know, I can't pay them or whatever. Um, and then there's the balance of between feeling like, okay, I'm not enough. And that is something as an influencer I've felt for a very, very long time of feeling like, you know, everything I put out there was a failure, that I wasn't good enough, that I wasn't helping anybody or that, you know, people would always say to me, like my team always says to me, like, Janine, everything you do t- turns to gold. Everything you touch turns to gold. Like this brand wants to work with you. Apple wants to work with you. Fabletics wants to work with you. Like all these big brands. And even though I had all these people hyping me up and I had all the messages from my amazing followers, like people writing me the most life-changing messages, like I couldn't believe it for myself. I just kept being like, I'm not good enough. I suck and what I'm doing doesn't matter. And I, I would constantly tell my friends, like, I just want to quit and run away. It's too hard. It's too hard. It's too hard. And maybe you can't fully empathize with that because you're not in my shoes, but it's, it's really hard. And like, I've lost so much sleep and peace over my job because I just always felt like I was such a failure. And to other people, they're like, oh my gosh, you're doing so great. And you have all these numbers and these brand deals. And my team is like, what are you talking about? Like, you're doing great. And I don't know, like truly, I, I cannot do what I do without you guys. When I do get the messages of girls encouraging me being like, you have helped me open up my Bible. You've helped me go back to church. You helped me break up with that toxic relationship. You've helped me love myself more. Like that is what keeps me going. That's what makes me do what I do and why I want to keep doing it. But there's always this part of me, like I've been on the internet for 10 years. Like I struggle with the business side of reinventing myself and staying up to date and, you know, strategy and marketing and blah, 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 blah. And like, it can show in my numbers for sure. But something I always told myself was I was like, I'm not willing to sacrifice myself, my authenticity, my peace, my branding, just who I am as a person for numbers because you cannot measure obedience. You really can't. It's obedience over outcome. That's something that I learned at Camp Well is I'm going to do the next right thing 
And to me, that is sharing the gospel, that's helping people, that's staying true to myself, that's staying true to the Bible, that's not losing myself in this industry. It's doing what is right and doing to what I know is right to the best of my ability. Sure, I'm going to mess up. Sure, I'm going to make mistakes. But doing what I know is best to the best of my ability. And sure, my numbers don't show that, perhaps. But I never wanted to sell my body or my soul to gain the world. I never wanted to do that. I wanted to keep my soul and give it to God instead. Because to me, that is so much more fruitful and rewarding. I'm here to build treasures in heaven. I'm here to help people know their identity, to know Jesus, because that is what eternally matters. It does. So I'm okay with saying no to brand deals. I'm okay with saying no to opportunities. I'm okay with not being involved in quote unquote Hollywood because I'd rather keep my soul. I really would. And that's something as an influencer that I've constantly had to struggle with is deciding whether to say yes or no because I've had so many opportunities to be on a show or to be on this reality TV show or to do this or go on The Bachelorette or to meet this celebrity or to wear this and I've just chosen to say no because to me that was the quick route and I didn't want to lose myself doing that and so as an influencer that was really hard because you know you're gonna get people who cling to you and attach to you because they want something from you And I have to constantly decipher whether it's authentic or if it's not, you know. And that's another hard part about being an influencer is so many people come to me wanting something from me. And I want to help people. I really do. But there comes a point where, like, I just can't help everybody. And I've donated money to followers. I've helped people. I've donated to GoFundMes and all these things. But at the end of the day, like, I could be doing that every single day. And I'd love to, but I just simply cannot help everybody. And so I have friends and peers and people I once knew come to me and they're like, promote my this and promote my book and do this and do that and give me your address so I can send you my PR and my merch and this. And at some point, it's just like, I'm sorry. Like, I cannot help everybody. I can't shout out everybody. I can't tag everybody. I can't donate to everybody, you know? So it's this constant balance of like, who do I say yes to and who do I say no to? And people want to use you. That's the reality. As soon as people find out that I'm an influencer or that I'm a YouTuber or that I have some sort of quote unquote status or number or following, people treat me differently. I'm so serious. I've seen it happen so, so much over and over and over and over. And especially in Dallas, it's happened because Dallas is a little bit of a different city as far as influencing. And so people attach to me a lot more there. And so I'm constantly having to balance like, does this person really like me or do they just like Junie Namapola? Do they like me, me, the real me, or do they just like the person they see on the internet or the the uh, ability to be able to say, yeah, I know Junie Namapola, you know? And I don't want that to sound cocky or conceited, but I've seen that happen. I have. And so that's something that's just been really, really hard as well is just deciphering like who's a true friend, who's a real friend that doesn't care about that, but that really will fight for me and just for me and who I am apart from my platform because that's not my identity. I'm a normal human being, a girl apart from my influencing. And that's what's been really hard is for me, you know, having to separate that because for so long, again, like I said, that was my identity. My identity was Janine. I'm a pull of the YouTuber. She's the YouTuber. She's the influencer. And I didn't know how to separate the two when my Instagram and my YouTube would perform well, I would perform well. My Janine as a person would do 
horrible anxiety. I would feel so sad. I would lose sleep. I would beat myself up. I would believe all these lies. Like, you're the worst and no one cares about you. No one wants to watch you. And you're a sucky YouTuber and you're a sucky podcaster, whatever. But I had to learn to separate the two and say, you know, that's just my job. That's not me. That's not me as a person. That's just what I do. And that's my assignment from God. But that's not who I am, you know. And I wish more people would see that so they could just see, oh, that's just Janine. That's not Janine the YouTuber, you know. It's fun. I love being an influencer. But sometimes people attach to me more for the label than just me being me. So that's something definitely that was kind of hard. But, um... You know, again, when I went back to camp, well, going back to that topic, I guess, when I was at camp, well, God just so spoke to me in just such a real way, just that he does want me to use my platform for good and for him and for his kingdom. And that is truly what brings me so much fulfillment is that, you know, the brand deals are fun. I love the opportunities. I love the traveling that influencing has brought me the people I have met like I'm not complaining I love it I love connecting with people I love having this as my job it's a dream it is an absolute dream come true to me um but you know ultimately again I just know God wants me to use my platform for his kingdom I want to steward it well and hopefully I do that because I just really love helping people so overall yes I know this is getting kind of long but I just wanted to share my heart with you guys that when you're looking at an influencer's life, or you're looking at an influencer on Instagram, and you're maybe comparing, or you're maybe like, oh, I wish I looked like her, or my life isn't as perfect, or she's so perfect, or she's so fake, or whatever, like all the assumptions that come, um, just remember that there's always more to the story than you see. There's always more to that person's life. And hurt people hurt people, you know? Like, if someone's hurt, they're gonna they're gonna hurt you. They're gonna try to comment rude things. But also, as far as an influencer, like if that person's hurt, you know, they might be putting out certain content that is shallow or isn't as much depth because they're hurting right now. Like they just can't do that. They don't have the ability to because they're hurting at that point. But when you're a free person, you free other people. Free people, free people also. And I wanted to be someone that was so free and so secure in the Lord that I freed other people with my platform. And um, just remembering you guys always that like, yeah, there's just always more to meets the eye. Like this job is taxing, it's tolling, it's time consuming. It's a lot of, a lot of abilities in one. I mean, I have to basically be my own boss, my own editor, my own producer, my own strategist. I mean, editor, like everything. Like I'm kind of like a team of one, even though I'm not really, but there's so much that goes into this job that people don't even see. And it's not just posting on Instagram, you guys. I promise you, like, this is an actual job. It's a job. It's really, really hard. But it's an amazing job. The ability to influence people is amazing, to use your platform for good. And I just love it. I love all the things it's brought me, the opportunities, the memories, the friends I've made, and just connecting with you guys overall. So I hope that this I hope that this podcast just kind of lets you um, in a little bit more on my life. Just um, and I hope this like kind of humanizes me a bit more to you guys that like, yeah, I'm an influencer. I'm a YouTuber, but I'm also just a human being. I'm a girl. First and foremost, I'm a daughter of the king. I'm a daughter. I'm a sister. I'm a child. Like I'm an aunt. Like I'm just a girl that shares her life. Maybe sometimes a little bit too much, but overall, I just love people and I want to help people. Um, 
And so I really just am thankful that God has just kind of spoken to me because when I was living in that tension of, you know, too much, not enough, I'm learning how to say no. I am now actually uh, kind of refiguring out my schedule. I'm kind of refiguring out, okay, like, what am I going to do? What do I need to say no to? What, what do I need to kind of wait on and put on the back burner for now? And having a life coach really, really helped me with that to just figure out like what was suffocating me because I felt like for so long there was not enough time in the day and I was suffocating. And now I'm like, okay, time management, we got to get better at that to where now I can actually put my best foot forward because I'm not suffocating and I'm not just giving everything my scraps and my bare minimum. Like I'm really giving everything to the best of my ability. And that's what I want. I want to be really intentional with what I post and just everything that I do. And so I don't feel like, you know, I'm not enough anymore because I hear the feedback from people all the time um, who just share with me their testimonies and their stories and how help them. And to me, I'm just like, that is why I do what I do. Like, thank you guys. It means the world to me. So yes, influencing is a hard job and maybe you don't get it or maybe you're like, okay, Janine, all you did was complain. And I really hope that's not what you heard from this. I hope you heard my heart and I hope you just heard you know, just some realness for me that it is hard. People's opinions are hard. But at the end of the day, you guys, like you're performing for an audience of one. And that's God. You and God, that's it. You guys are in the ringer together. And so if I can make God happy, then I'm happy. And obviously, yes, I want to help other people and I want me to be happy too. But first and foremost, like I want to make God happy and I want to do um, what he wants me to do. And so remember you guys, it is obedience over outcome. Be obedient, do the first next right thing and just do it day by day. And, uh, yeah, check out camp well as well. Um, that camp was amazing, life changing. It gave me so much clarity with the Lord, with my platform and my career and what I want to do and just going forward, all the future projects I want to work on that I'm super excited to share with you guys down the road. So, excuse me, I just had a burp. I'm so sorry. That's disgusting. (laughs) But thank you guys for listening. I know this episode was a little bit more different, but um, that's just why I love podcasting because it's fun for me just to sit down and have these topics with you guys and share them with you guys. So I love you guys so, so much. And I will see you next Tuesday for another episode of Happy and Healthy. Bye, guys.